Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. This is episode 93. And as always, we want to thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We love you guys. And thank you for all your support. And as always, we have a Patreon. If you just can't get enough of what you're hearing right now, head over to patreon.com slash stevecrypto. We have an assortment of videos over there. Um, different varieties we got uh unboxing videos we have a little uh a thing where uh steve and his fiance uh played some games and discussed how to how to go about that and yeah just go check it out there's a a, a good variety of entertainment over there waiting but we do we kind of get a little more we show you a little more of our lives outside of like the whole horror thing over there so that's you want to know a little more, you want to know us a little better, go over there, patreon.com slash Steve Crypto. Speaking of that, I uh, last Thursday, um, Sarah and I went to go see Corn and Evanescence at a White River Amphitheater, and I got a bunch of footage from that. Maybe I'll post it in the Patreon so people can see it there first, because I haven't posted any of the footage yet. I don't know if we can. Oh, that's because a good point. We'd be getting paid and posting their shit, and I wouldn't good point. that. Just post it on your socials and be like, hey, check yeah. this out. Yeah. Okay. Well, look for it on the socials soon. But it was a good time. We speaking had a, of the socials. Yeah. Speaking of the socials, um, we have a Facebook group that we highly encourage you to join. And if you have anything that you're working on, you know, an album or a book or a movie, whatever it is, uh, if you think that it's worth throwing in there, we encourage you to do so. So look for the Stephen Crypto Show podcast group through Facebook. And it's not too hard to find and doesn't take anything except a little bit of your time. So come over and be a member. Yeah, please do. Um, other ways to support us. Yeah, uh, we got merch. We got T-shirts, mugs. I think we got magnets still on uh, our merch page over on Etsy. Etsy slash shop slash Steve Crypto merch. Yeah, that. Or just go to Etsy and search Steven Crypto, and our merch page will pop up. Uh, get on that. What was uh, that link again? Oh, I'll tell them. Etsy slash shop slash Steve Crypto merch. Yep, that one. Uh, we got, like I said, we got the merch, and we also have a buy me a coffee page. You go over there, it's kind of like tipping us, just kick a little something here or there. Buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. I did bring up merch. We're going to actually have merch with us at a couple events that we're doing over the next couple months. We're uh, booking some fun little events and uh, convention, I guess, I don't know what we call it in the parents, but uh, we'll tell you a little more about that a little bit later in the episode. Uh, last episode, we talked with Mark Monlux about his Atomic Age Alien pin set that he has a kickstarter for those things are freaking awesome i'm definitely picking up a couple myself so go back to the last episode uh check the link for that check out that that the art on those things are fucking really cool check them out get on it go support his uh art and his work because you know it's our thing we like to support and promote people which is what we are also going to do in this episode Later in the episode, we're going to have an author named Jim Harbison. He's a horror author. He has a few books that he tells us about, which we'll run a little later in the episode. First, we are going to be joined by our friend from Staple Spine Magazine. So why don't we just jump right into that and uh, check out our stable spine segment and uh, be sure to tell us what you think about the segment i think it's pretty cool and i think uh dude is telling us about some really good comics and stuff he's telling jack's telling us about his favorite comics from the month before 
So that way you could hit up your local comic shop, grab some books, because there's been just an influx of horror comics over the last couple of years, like a lot of shit. It's kind of a new segment that we're trying out. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. And, and again, as Steve said, if you like it, just give us some feedback. Let us know. I think it'll stick. I think they like it. Once we get it steady going, work out the kinks and stuff, people are going to really dig it. I know I do. So uh, let's run it. Hi, this is Darcy the Mail Girl from The Last Drive-In, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Hello from Horror again. It's time for Stapled Spine Fanzines Horror Comic Roundup. This is Jack Rudo, and I've got six horror comics to share with you again. Well, we're just coming out for the Portland uh, Zine Symposium here and uh, Stapled Spine Fanzine mixed and mingled with all the local independent publishers. And now I'm happy to be back here on the Stephen Crypto Show to talk to you about some horror funny books that are out right now. And then I'll do a quick wrap up of what's coming up. It is the end of September, and that means everything's getting cooler and comics are getting spookier. So let's talk about six comics that I've got in my hands right now. First up, I want to start with uh, from Marvel Comics. I rarely talk about the big boys because they just don't do spooky horror books. But Midnight Suns, number one, came out. And yes, it is a tie-in for a video game. But I got to buy it because it's got my man Eric Brooks. Blade the Daywalker. Vampire Hunter Blade is on a new team. It is Rise of the Midnight Suns. A dark prophecy and apocalyptic new villains with horrifying powers, the likes of which Earth has never faced before, ordains a team of Midnight Suns to rise and tear shit up. Magic, Wolverine, Blade, Spirit Rider, and Nico Minoru. But what does this past new threat have to do with the Sorcerer Supreme? And why is Strange Academy student Zoe Leveau number one on the Suns list? Well, like I said, this I was hoping would be good, and it surprised me. It was a good first issue. Um, it kind of retread and made me feel like I was reading Cullen Bunn's um, Shadow Man book from earlier this year with a it's a you know a superhero team based of supernatural folks, with the exception of Logan. He's put on there to you know sell books, but I recommend it. Check out Midnight Suns number one from Marvel Comics. Next up from Image Comics, we've got Bone Orchard, 10,000, Black Feathers, number one. This is from Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrento, Sorrentino, and Dave Stewart. Uh, this is from the acclaimed creative team behind Gideon Falls, Primordial, and The Passageway. It's a new series in the bold and ambitious shared horror universe of the Bone Orchard mythos that came out back in New Comic Book Day with a splendid first entry. And then I went straight to a hardback to go from free comic book day, a free comic to a hardback book is pretty ballsy in my in my point of view. But uh, it, so far, it's been really good. Uh, so let's see, we've got Trish and Jackie are best friends and avid gamers, but when the line between reality and their fantasy world is blurred by an evil darkness, can they be the heroes of their own story? 10,000 Black Feathers is the newest entry into the Bone Orchard mythos from Lemire and Sorrentino. This universe will feature self-contained graphic novels and limited series about the horrors awaiting to be discovered within the Bone Orchard. This one I dug and I like it a lot and it's kind of akin to Aftershock's bunny mask in that everyone that's read it have said that they liked it and they don't know what's going on, but they know they like it. So catch this while you can. It's just starting out. That is 10,000 Black Feathers, number one. Next up is another number one. This time an anthology, a flip book, an ash can, if you will. This is Dark Horse Comics Shock Shop. Colin Bunn of Harrow County, Danny Luckert of Regression, and Leila Liz from the last book you'll ever read present a brand new horror anthology flip comic taking place in a haunted comic book shop. 
with a twisted retailer filled with tales of terror sure to leave you with the lights on. In the first story, familiars, after a painful divorce, Trevor rents a house and tries to rebuild his life. Soon he discovers that his house appears to be haunted by more than one spirit, and the creatures begin feeding on Trevor's feelings of anger and guilt. Flip the comic over and start over from the back in a story called Something in the Woods in the Dark. A husband and wife going through a tough time go on camping on a camping trip with a few friends as they trek further into the forest they realize that they are being stalked something in the woods starts killing the campers and it may have ties to the campers more than any of them realize <laughs> sounds pretty basic but i'll tell you what it's a damn fine funny book pick up dark horse comics shock shop Next on the list, we've got Source Point Press with a one-shot. This is not an ongoing series. This is one and done. And it's called Cold. And this is, you want to join the most miserable man in the world on his quest to reconcile his past and his own cold heart. That's Cold with a K. K-O-L-D. Written by Michael Patrick Roberts with art by Frederica Manson. Cold is a modern-day Ebenezer Scrooge-esque tale with frostbite. A cruel old man named Homer goes ice fishing with his dog, desperate to resolve the guilt that burns deep down in his conscience. Homer went fishing for forgiveness, but all he caught was hell. This, uh, this is like old man ice fishing alongside the edge of the same woods that... John Carpenter's The Thing remake happened in. This is a damn fine one shot. Came out at the end of August. Source Point Press, if you can find their comics, get cold. Cold is very recommended. Next up from a Blaze Comics is the first issue of The Boogeyman. Monsters don't only exist in children's minds. The Boogeyman Number 1 was written by Matthew Salvia with artists by Dejet. Oh, what do I say? This one I was hoping for to be good, and you know what? Super happy to say it was. Monsters don't only exist in children's minds. Passionate about reading, Elliot has always had a preference for the stories of boogeymen, those monstrous creatures which, at night, hide in the shadows or under the bed to frighten little children. He can't imagine how much they will change his life. Witnessing the bloody murder of his parents, he will discover that, in reality, boogeymen do indeed exist, and very precise codes govern their existence. When one of the most powerful boogeymen... Father Death decides to protect him. Elliot finds himself plunged into a terrible conflict at the heart of a universe as terrifying as it is fascinating. On a dark, stormy night, Elliot's destiny will be fulfilled. Now, Salvia's Boogeyman from Ablaze Comics is chock full of lore that is hinted at, and it's done in such a way that I was not bored or overloaded and I got just enough of a taste to want to pick up issue number two when it comes out. So if you can go pick up a blazes, the boogeyman. And my last issue that I'll be talking about that I have is one that I was waiting for. It is also a one shot, but this is black caravans, Sergeant werewolf. Now, rich Woodall, who is half of uh, Black Caravan Comics, a subset of Scout Comics, uh, wrote, illustrated, lettered. He did, this is a one-man show here. Yep, he wrote, illustrated, and lettered Sergeant Werewolf. Sergeant Steve Havatter? Havatter leads a small group of U.S. commandos to infiltrate Leichtenstein Castle in Germany and recover intel on Nazi occult operations. Okay, right? Super stock footage. Dig it. We all know what's happening. It's all good, right? 
Here we go. The commandos are captured and Sergeant Hovater is executed. Hours later, the sergeant is transformed into a werewolf and uncovers a much more sinister plot at Castle Liechtenstein. The Nazis are trying to evoke the Norse god of thunder, Thor, to aid them in their war efforts. Sergeant Werewolf must save his team from the Castle of Horrors, but he'll have to go through an army of golems first. <laughs> That's right, kids. It's got it all. It's all chalked in here, and you got to get it. Sergeant Werewolf by Rich Woodall, Black Caravan Comics. Well, those are six comics that I read, that I love, that are out now and available. Let's do a quick run-through of comics that are going to be out uh, Wednesday, September 21st. Be on the lookout, folks, for Creep Show number one. We've got Elvira in Horrorland number four. Fearless Dawn, number one. Frankenstein, New World, number two. Parasomnia, Dreaming God. Strange, number six. And R.L. Stein is coming back to comic books with Stuff of Nightmares, number one. Telling you, kids, get to your comic shop. Go to your local comic shop and say, hey, man, I need horror comics. And they will point you to a wall of them. Right now, we are seeing a huge resurgence in horror comics, horror anthologies, and they are all out there and they are fun on a bun, son. So this is Jack Rudo with Stapled Spine Fanzine. We're at stapledspine.com. And starting next month, we'll be having our own Stapled Sounds hourly radio show weekly on xray.fm here in Portland. That's on 97.1 and 107.1 FM. And we're streaming everywhere at xray.fm. I want to thank the Stephen Crypto Show for letting me come on down here and talk spooky, funny books with you folks. And I hope to be seeing you soon. Greetings, it is I, Lilith Von Bloodworth from Mondo Creepy. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. All right, we are back. Thank you to uh, Jack from Stapled Spine Fanzine. Make sure you guys go check that magazine out. It's really cool, and there's a lot more comic info and stuff in there, and interviews and all kinds of stuff from the horror world. Um. We keep mentioning, uh, I know, I think I mentioned the last episode or the episode before that uh, getting ready for Halloween and how we always try to do a horror movie or Halloween themed something or other every day for the month of October. And still looking for ideas. So shoot me some movie ideas, stuff, preferably I could stream. Um, I don't want to have to go out and spend a shitload of money for any physical media, but I mean, if I stream it and it's good, I'll probably try to get it and own it. But tell me some of your favorite movies that I should watch over the month. Besides all the staples that everybody watches every year. Uh, what else? Yeah. Halloween theme stuff, horror movies, anything. Or if you're listening and you're a, a filmmaker, if you got your own movie, and you want us to check it out on our either one of our Halloween viewing, there may be both of us. Uh, hit us up, you know where to find us, or all over social media. You mentioned earlier, everywhere we're at. So, yeah, get on there yeah. and do it. We uh, we just want to watch all the new upcoming stuff. Well, not all of it, but um, <laughs> you know, we uh, yeah. we, we want to watch an assortment of upcoming horror films i mean there's quite a few that we know of that look pretty good uh but i'm sure a lot of you listening know of a few that maybe have slipped through the cracks and um we just haven't heard of them so let us know and i just want to mention real quick uh i know i'm not going to say when and how and where i watched it but I somehow I saw the new Monsters movie and it was fun, man. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. 
people out there hating on it already that haven't seen it y'all need to stop hating and give it a shot it's a great it's its own thing but it's also a really good homage to the og monster series so uh yeah man don't don't hate on it till you see it i enjoyed it i'm definitely gonna pick me up a copy on the 27th when it comes out um what else we got? We're, there's going to be a lot less of us in this episode, just to warn you guys. It's been crazy busy, and we have a ton of awesome uh, promo segments and stuff to share with you all. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to jump back in with the aforementioned author, Jim Harbison, and uh, check out our chat with him. Check out the chat with him and 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 uh check out his books you'll dig them it's definitely interesting stuff and he's an interesting dude and it was awesome to talk to so meet jim harbison hey we're on the steven crypto show with a guest i've been wanting to, to learn a little bit about for a while we have jim harbison he uh he's a writer and i kind of stumbled across his stuff in a uh, chat forum that we're both members of about classic horror and stuff. Um, I heard about his, his books and can't remember if I reached out to him or he reached out to me, but right around the same time we were both nominated for uh, Rondo Hatton classic horror awards for our mediums that we work in. So we, we connected, we've been planning on chatting a little bit and, and, and hearing about the book so we finally got him here we have jim harbison uh tell us a little about yourself well thank you for having me i greatly appreciate it uh i am a well, i'm a horror writer or, or maybe weird fiction is a better descriptor because i i go into other you know speculative fiction for uh though with a uh, with a weird twist and you know, but my, my bread and butter is horror. And I've been writing in earnest fiction since about 2011. Before that, I was an attorney. Um, and I practiced for a long time in criminal and civil rights. And it helped color my view of the real thing, the real horrors that can happen in the world. And it influenced also my, the things I like to talk about in my stories, even if they're supernatural you know, the examination of the way systems can, you know, enable terrible things while helping the people who enable them sort of remain blameless, either actually or in their own minds, because, uh, because they're not directly responsible for what's going on. The responsibility is, uh, is diffused or shared across organizations. So, um, I, uh, my first work is a graphic novel called Stay Alive that I co-authored. It came out in 2020. My publisher for all three books is Marcosia Enterprises in Britain. And I'm continuously grateful to them for taking a chance on me and publishing my stuff. And the premise of that book uh, is that there is, a, there is a consortium of serial killers, venture capitalists, who operate under the name youkill.com. And they have an internet stunt site in which they allow anyone in the world to nominate anyone else to be murdered. And all the nominees are put up to a popular vote. And whoever gets the most votes, you kill then murders. And so you kill has murdered like five people when we meet our protagonist, this struggling actress named Jane Morgan, who is trying to figure out some way to rejuvenate her career. So what she does is she spoils the make a <clears throat> spoils the last wish uh, home run opportunity, pro baseball home run opportunity of a terminally ill child by tagging him out in the game while wearing the opposing team's mascot out uniform and quickly becomes the most hated person on the planet and therefore you kills number one target. And she parlays this calamity into 
the starring role on a show called Stay Alive, in which she tries to avoid being murdered by the U-Kill people um, in real time. And so the, the, you know, the, the show examines things like the willingness of people to do anything to become celebrities, the willingness of people to watch this and dehumanize one another. And it's just a, it's, it's kind of a 70s exploitation gore fest, which was something I always wanted to do, having grown up with a keen appreciation of 70s exploitation horror and such, the willingness of filmmakers to go there. And, uh, you know, it got nominated for a Rondo Hatton Award, was well acclaimed. And I followed that up with a book, a short story collection called The Disgusting Supermarket of Death. And that was in 2021. That was published in 2021. And it's 22 tales that I'd written over the years. Um, well, starting in roughly 2016 through 2018, 2019. And um, they, they cover, the, cover the waterfront from sci-fi horror to crime horror to straight up horror. I... Uh, I was inspired directly by the EC comics in the 1950s, like Weird Science, Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, Shock Suspense stories. Um, what I loved about those comics was, besides the fact they were brilliantly written and illustrated, they always took a kind of humorous bent or humorous approach, especially to horror. And there would always be a twist ending, um, which helped sort of emphasize the fact that you know there was sort of a, a camp aspect to what was going on so it was over the top violence in fact there was a they were targeted by various um regulatory authorities in the early 50s and coincided with the mccarthy scare the commie the communist scare and the publisher ended up having to testify before the u.s senate i think it was senator estes kefauver from tennessee who ran the uh, the hearing and you know it, it there was a, a fear that comic books were were triggering juvenile delinquency much like people thought i don't know video games what was that 20 years ago video games were doing it or rap music or heavy metal music or pick your boogeyman right anything but lax parenting right um is causing juvenile delinquency and so eventually uh, they got away with extreme content, which is pretty tame nowadays, for five years. And then the Comics Code Authority was formed in response to all the criticism. And so they abandoned all of their titles except for Mad Magazine, which they converted to a magazine format in order to escape the regulatory code, the, the censorship code. And that also was an important part of my intellectual cultural development. But I read all these stories, I immersed myself in them in my early teens, and they changed my approach to thinking about culture and, and the world substantially and um, indelibly. And so I, I, I love short horror and sci-fi stories in that vein. And most of the stories I wrote for Disgusting Supermarket of Death followed that. So. You know, there's a story about a guy who has OCD and he ends up murdering a bunch of people. The first, because he believes this person believes he committed a murder that he didn't actually commit. So he murders this person to cover up for a crime he never committed. And then he murders a bunch of other people to cover up that crime. Uh, there's another story about a, a weirdo Hollywood undertaker who sells access to recently departed celebrities to rich weirdos. Uh, looking to get a thrill. Uh, there's another story about a serial killer meet and greet with an extended discussion of, or comparison of hair tests. Do you know what the hair, hair test is? No, no, I'm not sure. It's H-A-R-E. It was, it was devised, I think the guy's first name is Edmund or Edward. Hair is a Canadian psychologist and he devised a psych, psychopathy test. It's scored on a what is it, a 40-point basis, 20 questions, zero to two. And if you get above a 30, you're a verifiable psychopath. Uh, Ted Bundy got like a 38, I think. 
and most most hardened felons in in prison get a you know mid twenties, and so these in it this this notorious serial murderer is get it has a a true a true crime con meet and greet not at the convention but at the prison where he's housed with all these wannabes and they're all comparing hair test scores. It, I, I rather like that story, but there, there's a bunch of, there are a bunch of weird stories that occurred to me when I was writing. I wrote a bunch of them in 2018, and my at the same time, I'm, my poor dog, Hunter, who's a basset hound, was dying. I didn't even know this. He had cancer, and he was keeping me up all night for some reason. He was howling. He wanted to be near me, and so I was just up all night for about two months, right? And I, you know, so I wrote these stories, and... Um, you know, they, they came up, most of them came out pretty well. I like to say that, you know, I like to, I write what I like to write and fortunately people like it. So the third book, which came out on June 1st is three novellas. It's called Comorbidities. And the first novella is called Cat Problem. And it's about weaponized cats. The Department of Defense Irregular Warfare Division derives a form of rabies that affects only cats. And what they do is, is that they release some infected cats in a small town in Colorado that has a massive feral cat population. In fact, it's their claim to fame. It's a tourist attraction because all these people love the cats, right? And these cats infect the cat population. And then the cats eat the town. And so it's a survival story about this cheerleader who wants to rescue her not so secret crush with the help of her of her shop teacher who's actually teaching not shop but paramilitary guerrilla tactics and the captain of the football team who's the brother of her secret crush and you know it's it's a camp it's a horror comedy um the next and it's a creature feature the next story is called ghost problems and it's about a psychologist who treats dead people, ghosts. And he ends up getting involved with this actress who is on the set of a reality show at an abandoned reformatory where this notorious serial killer was was turned out and he is reincarnated in one of the uh, participants and starts murdering all the uh, participants one after the other. And this psychologist has to try and rescue his girlfriend before it's too late. And the last novella is called Lost and Found, and it's about this Hollywood starlet who is a cokehead and has fallen under the sway of a Svengali-like cult leader who's about to fleece her of her life savings, you know, all of her millions. And so her agent hires this guy whose pastime is trade. He trades in what he calls celebrity detritus. Um, celebrity antiquities he basically takes things either off the person of dead celebrities or from their trash or something and sells them to to depraved collectors so in the first scene in which you meet him he's taking liberace's hands for a collector inside of liberace's crypt and so this guy with his with his assistant and a deprocrant the programmer psychologist who is not afraid of using violent tactics to succeed, uh, they, they coordinate to try and rescue this starlet from the clutches of the evil cult leader. There's some other stuff that I've written, shorter form stuff that's on my website, jamesharberson.com. Uh, another horror cat story that people might like, which is a, which is a web comic, and then they a podcast drama I wrote for Chilling Tales for Dark Nights about um, an internet an internet blogger who helps create a nationwide um, epidemic of violence against bullies. So, and then it you know it it quickly goes it gets out of hand. And uh, I think there's a scene where these guys are using flamethrowers to get rid of a homeless encampment in a parking lot. So, you know, do the, the more the more absurd and extreme, the more I like, generally speaking. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel that. 
it's all it's all entertainment you know um so that can be found the the latter stuff you mentioned can be found on your website jamesharbison.com yes along with links to purchase my books yep yep and uh it's probably the easiest way to find your books through your site and the links right i mean i guess you can also get them at amazon and barnes and noble and all kinds of other booksellers so okay sure sure um i think that sounds good is there other ways people can uh connect with you or just just follow keep up on on what you got going on like social media or anything yeah i'm on twitter uh i think that handle is at novel stay hang on i'll uh let me bring it up since i'm right here on twitter i am at novel stay at capital N-O-V-E-L, capital S-T-A-Y. And on Instagram, I am Stay Alive GN, just Stay Alive GN, all lowercase. Okay. And I'll definitely make sure to link this stuff up too in the the show notes so people can find you. Uh, Jim, thank you for taking a few minutes to tell us about your stuff. Uh, Thank you. Anything you want to, you want to add or mention to people listening or. Oh, um, well, I, I guess that my brand is mostly horror comedy. So I prefer to, I find it very difficult to watch horror movies that are essentially pornographic, that don't have an underlying camp aspect right? because the, the world is is pretty horrifying as it is, right? Yeah, yeah. So just watching like torture porn, you know, you know, let's put it this way. It works as a trailer, you know, um, because it's sort of fun. It's sort of a, a spoof. There's this weird horror movie from the 70s called Three on a Meat Hook about this guy who lives with his dad and he he's socially uh, maladjusted. To borrow a term I saw in one of Frank Miller's comics. And so he ends up, you know, abducting women and then murdering them and hanging them on a meat hook in his father's barn. And, you know, that's a movie that didn't need to be made necessarily. All you needed to do was make the trailer with the guy saying three on a meat hook. Three on a meat hook. Yeah, it's the whole thing wrapped up in one little title. And so... So I, I, I strive for horror and comedy and that's my, that's what I prefer because straight on horror is, you know, it, like I said, the world is horrifying enough. And yeah. so I prefer to leaven it as much as possible with it, with a nod to the fact that like yeah. the EC comics, like, you know, it's, you know, this is, this is intended to be entertainment at, you know, ultimately, and you shouldn't, you know, you should hopefully hopefully find some way of coping with horror in the real world by enjoying what I've done. Yeah. See, that's why I look at it as it should, you should be able to escape the real world horrors with entertainment. And that's correct. That's what I look for. Um, uh, one, one quick thing before you go on, I know on your website, there's really cool art and your, your cover art on all your stuff is awesome. Who's, who's doing your art. Obviously Steven Baskerville. Right. He's a British artist. He he actually did work for Marvel UK and Edgemont Fleetway. Uh, Edgemont Fleetway owns 2000 AD, which is the property owner of Judge Dredd. Yeah, and he's he's brilliant. He's done all the art on my website. He did the homepage, which is three skeleton T. Yeah, that and, grabbed my attention like quick. Yeah, yeah, and he also just. The Royal Mail Service, the British Postal Service, just uh, announced that on September 1st, they're debuting a 40th anniversary collection of Transformers stamps. And he was one of three artists selected to render those. So you can go on the Royal Mail Post Office website and look at them. They're really awesome. You can also link to Stephen's website, which is I think it's carbonmade.com directly from my site by, by just hotlink it's hotlinked to his name so every time you see a credit for steven baskerville you can just click on that and it'll take you directly to his website 
Right. And he did your book covers as well, or is that somebody different? Yes, he did the book covers. He did all of the art for Stay Alive. He did everything for Stay Alive except the writing. And uh, he also did the he did the cover art for or the homepage art for my website. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he's manifestly talented. He's very talented. It's, it's so like the styles of the covers and then your your art on the website are so like contrasting, but it's the yeah. same guy. So that's impressive. Yeah. Usually you yeah, can you tell could... somebody's art that it's kind of similar throughout all their work, but this is I like that. Yeah, if you go to his website, you see he can do basically everything. And he actually has done a lot of video game art design as well. Very cool. Very cool. Well, that's, you definitely got yourself a, a good good artist to be paired up with. So you definitely you. Got, got that going for you. That's a good... Yeah. And you're right. And then it sounds like you're writing really interesting stuff. So that's a, it's a good pairing. Definitely deserves the acclaim that you guys have gotten so far. So keep it up, man. Thank you very much. Cool. Well, hey, Jim Harbison, thank you for hanging out with us, and we will stay in touch. Thank you very much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I'm Mr. Lobo of Cinema Insomnia, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Or are you? Hey, we are back. Thanks to Jim Harbison for joining us. And thanks to, of course, Jack from Staples Spine for joining us earlier in the episode. Let's uh, get into trivia. I got this week's trivia for you. If you guys are ready, I got a good one. It's very fitting for the Stephen Crypto show for some weird reason. I, I didn't even know the answer to this one. <laughs> for some reason, I feel like it's fitting for us. But... Here's the question. And you guys know what to do if you know the answer. Was that a hint just now? (laughs) Yeah. You guys know what to do if you know the answer. Go hit us up on social media. Give us the answer and we will send you something. And you'll have a chance to get something even better down the road, possibly. So do it. Give us the answer. Here goes. Psycho was the first American film to show what? Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho was the first American film to show what? It's a good one. Made me laugh when I read it because I hadn't realized it and it's good. And if you know us and our humor and some of the shit we talk about, uh, you, you'll get it. We, we do have some immature potty humor from time to time. Yeah, yeah. It's all right, though. That might have been a hit. It's all right, though. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned events earlier. We have a couple events lined up and some potentially coming. First off, basically, you know, we're in the Northwest. We're in Washington State, Western Washington. So most of these events will happen in this area. Maybe someday we'll go to other conventions in other parts of the country. But that's when we're your, your first favorite podcast rather than your third gonna be <laughs> we're getting there yeah it's gonna be speaking of third i'm in i'm in third place in my group in that uh, face of horror that. thing that's pretty good yeah. we need to get more votes get more votes i want to be first i was just content with being making it to the next round but now i'm up to third place i want to be fucking number one i want i know you want to be first but for now maybe you can just deal with the fact that we're going to be at Jack Action Comics on the 1st of October in Port Orchard, Washington, downtown. Washington. Streets of Port Orchard, Washington. We're not on the we're, streets, but... We're going to be out on the streets with the wind blowing in our hair as flyers are going all over the place because, you know, we're not bringing paperweights with us. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to be there. Uh, shop's called, like you said, Jack Action Comics. It's in Port Orchard, Washington. Um, It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're bringing along a couple friends, which is, which is, uh, I'm excited. I don't know why I say witches, but, uh, <laughs> maybe there'll be witches. I don't know. Probably not witches, but, uh, yeah, we're going to have Pat Moriarty, who is, uh, he's an illustrator and an animator and he put out some really cool, uh, short films and he's done, uh, like he's even been publishing like Mad magazine and stuff. He's done a lot of cool stuff. He's a cool dude. I'm excited for him to hang out with us and we'll probably 
record some conversation with him at the event and uh you'll hear him on the show eventually and there's going to be an author named jacob zappi who has a book about northwest mythology and i think it's like you know mythology and like ghost stories and shit but very fitting so we're you know basically it's going to be us kicking off the spooky season at one of my personal favorite comic shops in the area and uh just hanging out man we're just gonna be mingling we're gonna have merch we'll probably have some prizes to give away it's just gonna be a good time we'll be there for definitely bringing bringing what oh i said i'm definitely bringing prizes okay um so yeah october 1st 1 to 3 p.m port orchard washington if you have any questions get in touch with either one of us uh, don't go bothering them at the shop. They're busy. So get a hold yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Contact us. Uh, CryptoZoo88, the Steve Strout. Hit us up. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned Pat that's going to be joining us there for that event. He actually did the art for the upcoming, uh, well, the art for the flyer for the upcoming Paulsbow Film Festival, the first annual Paulsbow Film Festival. Um and it's going to be taking place October 14th through the 16th in downtown Paulsbo. And uh, you can go to paulsbofilmfestival.com to get more information. Yeah, check that out. We might actually uh, show up there, too. Uh, yep. We're trying to work out the logistics. We were invited to, to show up and cover some stuff because they have they're going to have like a, a horror and thriller block, which, you know, that's right up our alley so we, we definitely want to try to do that but we'll see how that goes but i am talking with the uh promoter of the event and he's probably going to pop in on the show in the next couple of weeks to tell us a little more about it and about himself and stuff so we'll hear from him and if we make the show we'll probably hopefully hear from some some of the filmmakers at the event but uh keep that in mind if you're like a northwest person paulsville washington uh mid-october was the 14th through the 16th 14th or the 16th yep the paul's Boo film festival they're gonna be showing movies all through downtown like yeah um i know they're gonna have one film inside of western red brewery and uh you'd have to check to see where else they're gonna be showing yeah but, just go to the uh, site they're showing different yeah. blocks you know uh different film blocks in different venues downtown but it's all walking distance and fun it should be fun yeah they're gonna be showing the the horror block is gonna be inside an old creepy building it's very fitting oh you know what building it is um well i was talking with one of the people organizing it and she was saying that they're going to be showing the horror films inside of like one of the one of the older buildings in downtown ballsbo she said it's very creepy and fitting right hmm. <laughs> yeah well if we're there to be even more creepy yeah but <laughs> <laughs> That sounds off, but yeah, so go to that. But uh, <laughs> we're not sure if we're making it. We're going to try, but event we're definitely going to be at is the Grit City Comic Con in Tacoma. That is October 22nd. We're going to be there. Um, we'll be one of the first people you see when you walk in the lobby. We're going to be set up, and of course, we'll have merch and all that good stuff and do some probably some giveaways and Maybe we'll bring some trivia. We like to do the trivia here. We're trying to get that yeah. to catch on. We're trying to get you guys to catch on and dig the trivia. And we want you to catch on to the stapled spine segment because that shit's awesome. And the trivia is awesome. Um, maybe I'll bring like some of the trivia questions there and people could ask answer questions and we'll give them like stickers and stuff. And it could be fun. We'll have some fun. Just yeah. come fucking have fun with us. Come hang out. We'll be chilling. Yeah. We'll be mangling. We'll be just chatting. and We want to meet all you guys as you're walking inside the Grit City. And then as you're walking out, you can come back and tell us how much fat, how much fun you had inside. You say how much fat? <laughs> how, much how much fat, fat you had inside. How much fat you had inside. <laughs> like I walked in skinny and I came out fat. That, that food court is really, really good. <laughs> they do have good fries, though. But if I remember. <laughs> and that's how uh. much fat i have talking but anyways <laughs> anyways those events october 1st port orchard washington jack action comics and october 22nd the uh tacoma convention center grit city comic con formerly known as jet city comic con there's gonna be a lot of cool 
people there, a lot of great artists that we hope to run into. Lots of friends. That one's always, that's another one. Like we mentioned, Crypticon is always like a reunion. Uh, Jazz City is another one where all the all the, the nerdy fam hangs out at. So it'll be good. It'll be good. What else? I think that's about a lot of, I think we dropped a lot of info on them this week. Like we didn't talk personally as much, but we brought them to segments with awesome guests and we announced some events that we're doing and for, for for as little as we talked we got a lot of fucking shit in in this episode we're saving our energy for those events man we want to talk to all you guys in person so just come out and say hi and and we we're just we're coming with all sorts of different prizes and and goodies to give away so we just want to like talk horror with you and give you prizes that sounds like a good time right yes we want to basically we're going to try to bribe you guys to listen to us pretty much pretty much yeah not gonna lie not gonna lie but okay like i mentioned uh send us movie ideas and like he mentioned we're on social media twitter and instagram he's cryptozoo 88 i'm the steve strout we have the facebook group get up on there we have to buy me a coffee. Yep, that's right. Buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. We got the Moich store. You can head over to Etsy slash shop slash Steve and Crypto merch to go get yourself a t-shirt, a coffee mug, a magnet. Get them all. Get all of that shit. And like I said, at the events, we're going to have merch that's maybe not available on on the uh, the merch page. So, so you got to get it from us in person and get it off of there. And that's what right. else do we got? We got Patreon. We're working on stuff to put up on Patreon. We're like way behind on that. I feel really bad about it, but it's been a crazy, crazy times trying to plan these events and learning how to walk again and uh, what else? All kinds of shit. I tell you what, if you guys want to send us cool stuff to open, we will gladly make videos out of it. Heck so, yeah. If you got, yeah. If you got any shit you want us to review on the show any you know products or anything if time uh permitting i mean i have a few books i'm behind and stuff that people have sent me so i need to catch up on that stuff but yeah i mean it was like half joking and half serious but um yeah yeah i mean send us stuff and and we'll uh we'll film it and show it off and you know hype up your company call and order and send us pizza um you know <laughs> Send us some Chinese food. We like Chinese food. See who delivers. Uh, anyways, anyways, come see us at events. Come listen to us on episode 94. 94. We're getting close to 100 and Halloween. And we're getting close to being able to announce our next guest on the Halloween show, too. So yeah, it's an exciting time. Yeah. And lots of new movies coming out, lots of great shows coming out that we're going to talk about. I know the last couple episodes have been maybe a, a little slower uh, as far as like content goes. You know, maybe as, um, we haven't had as many like new films to discuss just because there hasn't been a whole lot going on. But it's going to be like a fucking movie bomb dropping on us like <laughs> in the next, you know, two or three weeks there's just like a shitload of movies and shows dropping on us fucking chucky hellraiser terrifier 2 monsters fucking wednesday adams just a ton of stuff like i'm gonna be so overwhelmed yeah isn't there like a benicio del toro anthology benicio del toro? yeah there's guillermo, not benicio. Guillermo del toro. Guillermo. i don't give guillermo a fuck toro. about benicio del toro <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo. One of yes. the one of the Del Toros is doing an anthology series. It's like Benicio Del Toro. Like <laughs> that's funny. I'm gonna <laughs> leave that in there. I'm not gonna cut that out because that's funny as <laughs> hell. But I think we are gonna cut out and call it a week so we can get back to planning these events. So we will talk to you guys soon. I am Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. We'll catch you on 94. Peace. Thanks for not rhyming. <laughs>